Hello and welcome to episode six of the Impact Foundry podcast. I'm Greg Cox and I'm the CEO and founder of the Impact Foundry. And the Impact Foundry wants to support you and your organization in being more purpose-driven and achieving the impact you desire. For more information on the Impact Foundry, visit us on the web at theimpactfoundry.com. So this world that we inhabit, and I'm going to just make a guess that everybody listening to this is is on Earth. Um, it would be amazing if if people on another planet are listening, but this this place we call Earth is has really been a world of distraction, and that has just becoming that has just become more and more so over the past several years through COVID. So many organizations have turned to social media. It's amazing. Like if if you look at the research that uh, the uh, research organization Yanklovich, it's Y-A-N-K-L-O-V-I-C-H, what the research that they did estimated in 2007 that we see about 5,000 images that are marketing images per day. That's crazy. If you add up billboards, television commercials, radio, internet, banner advertising, you add it all up, 5,000 per day. Okay, fast forward to 2022. They're estimating that that can now be as high as 10,000, which is, which is really incredible, but that's what their research shows. I mean, here's the, here's the situation that we're all in. We've got advertisers and people in social media and, and all these different platforms constantly trying to interrupt us, relentlessly trying to distract us from whatever we're doing with a buy now, listen to this, listen to what I have to say. They're delivering uh, whatever value proposition that they're trying to convey uh, to get us to act, to get us to pull out our wallet, to buy their product, to try their thing, to download their thing, whatever it is. Constant virtual electronic stimulation. I mean, it is constant. Uh, many of the things vying for our attention um, are really trivial in that they're trying to grab our attention, and if they do, it's not like it's not like that. There's some good purpose in it. I mean, some of this stuff that tries to grab our attention and take up brain space actually does us harm. So there's some consequences to that. There's, there's some consequences to the way that things are, and we've kind of become like an ADHD nation. You know, we've become conditioned to distraction. You know, the tail can wag the dog. You just watch somebody with their phone and you can just see them pass the hours and including ourselves, especially when we get our weekly update of how much screen time we've had. You know, our brain has like too many things going on at once. I mean, we've heard that multitasking is really overrated, you know, and all we have to do, I mean, I you know a lot of the proof that i have in in uh this whole point is just what i've seen what i've seen with different people eating at restaurants both looking at their phones um 
You know, it's interesting. You know, it has a chance to really dramatically decrease the quality of our lives, the meals that we have with loved ones. I mean, the phone thing is just brutal because, you know, you used to have to sit and watch and turn on the TV or be in the car listening to the radio, but now you got your phone in your pocket and it buzzes and it beeps and it dings and, you know, our mind gets drawn to it. You know, the, the, the number of times we look at our phone uh, in a day, it's, it's, it's staggering. And, you know, of course, the thing is, is life is not a dress rehearsal. You know, we have the opportunity, uh, if we're not careful, to drown in the trivial, that we become digital zombies. We get robbed of our life. I mean, video games, porn, channel surfing, trivial escape. I mean, it, it's crazy. Con- crazy conflict, you know, liking and getting all worried about how many likes our post on a favorite sports team got, whatever it is. I mean, the reality is, is we got this opportunity where we could really squander some time. We could spend our time like drunken sailors, you know. Uh, a lot of times, it's kind of like we're being led astray, I think. I mean, I remember the story of the Pied Piper. I don't know if you ever have heard the story of the Pied Piper. It's one of those stories that you're like, are you kidding me? Like, adults really told this to little kids, this story, like before bedtime? Are you kidding me? But the Pied Piper, he basically comes into this town called Hamlin because they got a rat problem, you know, and it may have even been, according to legend, that it was like a plague problem, even, and the rats, of course, carried the plague. So they make a deal with the Pied Piper. They they say, okay, you, you say you can get rid of the rats, okay? Then we're going to pay you, you know, quite a bit of money to to do that for us and the pied piper pulls out his pipe his flute and he plays some mesmerizing tune and leads all the rats out of town and the rats are never even seen again you know unfortunately the town stiffs him which is really not a good thing to do when someone's got that kind of power it's like he's like a jedi you know and so what he does is he comes and he plays his pipe and all the kids in the town are led away by the Pied Piper and never seen again. Ah, now there's a bedtime story. However, I mean, there's a little bit of a lesson in that story. And, and that's that we don't want to get lured away from what's important by some dude with a magic pipe. And, and you get the feeling that a lot of the people that are dispensing Whatever these distractions are, this stuff that pulls us away, uh, it's just not good. They're, they're, they're like Pied Pipers. They can lead us astray. They can lead us into the ashtray, <laughs> right? And where maybe what we really want to do rather than that is to be more purpose-driven and pursue maybe a little bit more compelling vision for our life, lest we, lest we cha- ch- chase the trivial, you know, I've read thousands of vision statements over the years that I've been a consultant, and I've never seen anybody say in their vision statement that they hope to consume more porn over the next year or play more Candy Crush, gossip more, you know, double next Netflix binging um, series to channel surf aimlessly and watch a bunch of TikTok videos. Nobody, not once. But the, th- the fact is, 
all of that is on the rise. So that's what the podcast is about today is what do we do that would counter that magnetic pull that that really impacts all of us to some extent. You know, and it's it's a it's a habit. There's this habit that we can put in play that I've I've actually put in play um, this over the past several years. It's a work routine that has greatly benefited me and greatly benefited the people that I have coached that have instilled this kind of installed and instilled this habit into their world. Now, the first thing I know everybody's going to say, as soon as I tell you what this habit is, people are going to say, sorry, Greg, you just don't know my schedule. You just, I have no time for this. And I'm going to challenge everyone listening to throw your scheduling process on its head and schedule this habit on your schedule first, because it's as important as sleeping, bathing, or brushing your teeth. And I'm not sure that you're going to skip those habits, hopefully. All right. And and this, this habit that I'm talking about is a discipline of solitude. Okay. This is a stillness type of thing where you are going to sit, I'm going to sit, and we are going to think. The only person that can join you on this is, is, is God, if you believe in him. All right, or or whatever your faith, this this can be an enhancement to whatever faith practice you have. But the idea is is that we're going to be still and we're going to be distraction free. And again, this isn't again. And some people might say, "Okay, you're going to get weird on me, Greg." You know what's this? Okay, but this is this is. I'm going to give you kind of the outline of how to do it today. And I think, in fact, I'll even promise you. I'll promise you that you'll get a great return out of this. Solitude time and having a discipline of solitude is a time for you to think, write, and reflect. It could be more like meditation. You could pray, okay? Um, it could be, it's, a, it's a mental dis- discipline, you know? It's a physical discipline in a lot of ways. It's a it can be a spiritual type of discipline. You know, my emphasis for this is really going to be on the mental discipline part of it, but I think the others will follow. All right. And what I'll promise you, I mean, I'm going to promise you that if you'll take on this discipline and make it into a habit, you're going to benefit significantly. All right. And I've got a couple of benefits that you're going to get out of this that you know, I think I read you this list and you're going to say, okay, give me some of that. Okay, this is, this is really meaningful quality set of, of benefits here. So the first thing is I think you're going to get some deeper quality thinking. When we quiet ourselves and we focus on the most important things and do that intentionally, we're going to just think better. We're going to, we're going to be able to focus on what matters most. Okay, we're gonna even, and the second thing we're gonna get is is some clarity. So when we stop ourselves from all the distractions and all the other things, we're we're, we're gonna be able to see the nuance and fill in some details on what our plans are. Okay, this can really help with planning. 
uh, we're going to fill in some details and even get more specific, which, and clarity is, is just a really, really great thing to get. Particularly for me, I'll guarantee you, that has been a uh, big thing for me. The next thing it does is it helps us to get around our purposefulness. You know, we, we've got a, an opportunity to set the course for more meaning and more uh, really fruit-bearing. Whatever kind of fruit you want to bear, okay? Whatever fruit you want to bear, the impact that you want to have, the, 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 the positive impact that you want to have on people, okay? That is going to be impacted by this, okay? We're going to make better choices, the next thing. Better choices, because we're going to take some time and we're going to consider the possibilities, the different paths that we could take. We're going to think about it more deeply, okay? Because we're going to give it a little bit of time. Anything that we decide to do, there's multiple ways that we could go. And sometimes thinking about really what our options, weighing our options, and, and not having a bunch of other things barking, you know, in our ear while we're weighing options can be really great. You know, um, sometimes people say, I'll just go with your gut in the interest of time. You know, maybe your first thought's the best. Well, not necessarily. Not necessarily. That's why taking some time in solitude to just come up with what our choices are and weigh them. The other thing that this solitude time will give you is a a bias to action. Action items are going to appear to us. They're going to become clear because we're doing this good thinking. And what we really ought to do is going to kind of appear to us. We may have a couple options, and one of them, because we keep thinking, keep thinking, and we, it's going to be hard for us to let it go, so we're going to actually have that be the one we circle and do. They'll kind of call out to us and beg to be done, okay? All right, and then the other thing that it gives us, the other thing, benefit of solitude, there's a lot of them, is it gives us some personal accountability with a circle back. And the circle back is when we have a habit of of this solitude. So that means we have some solitude time and we're going to have another solitude time down the line somewhere. The following week, sometimes it could be the following day or a couple days from now. But the circle back is a huge thing because then we have personal accountability. Hey, what did you think about last time? What did you think about, what what did you decide you were going to do? Now, did you do it? Because we're the slipperiest person we're ever going to have to lead. You know, revisiting and circling back also gives us a chance to see things with fresh eyes. You know, sleep on it. And then actually uh, revise rather than skipping on to something else because we forgot what we said we were going to do. You know, we get it kind of written, written down. We'll talk about that a little bit. And that can be... Uh, really great, and and we get a good moment of truth with ourselves. Hey, did you do what you said you were going to do? Okay. Sometimes we say, okay, I I didn't, but now I'm gonna. Okay, but the circle back is key. So it's not just having some solitude time, but having another solitude time that's going to follow, whether it's the next day or a week later. All right. So the thing about this this habit 
and people will try to complicate it. Uh, people will try to make it so that it, it, they'll either give you kind of how they do it in too much detail and, 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 and their, the way they do it may not fit as well with what would work best for you. But what I'd like to do is give you kind of a structure for this. This habit needs to have some structure that you stick with. Okay. And my recommendation is that you keep, keep the structure simple and, and keep it consistent. And again, I will guarantee you this is going to pay dividends. You come talk to me. If, if, if you do this and you say, I'm not getting any benefit out of this, Greg, come track me down. Seriously. You will create impact, the impact that you want to have with this habit. Okay. So here are the steps. First thing you do is you pick a time and pick a time that's, you know, that you're not going to be distracted. If you have little kids, you know, there might be a time in the morning where it's just, that is not the time you're going to want to do it. You know, might be if you have them, you know, you, after you put them to bed or before they get up, you know, uh, depending on where you're at with your life, pick a time. You know, I really like to, do a, a a nice big dose of solitude on Saturday mornings. Uh, and if I don't have an early morning meeting, I'll often spend uh, a couple times in solitude during the week. Uh, I also uh, try to get some in uh, bef- before I head to church with my family on Sunday, a little bit of, of solitude time uh, on my own, thinking about the upcoming week can be really good. But th- you want to pick a time. You know, and again, you do it once a week, that could be good. Uh, you could do something like this daily for a shorter amount of time. I think it could be really good, but pick a time. Next thing you want to do is pick a spot. I like, I like kind of, uh, I got a couple spots that I'll, that I'll use, you know, like if I can, if I can do it out on my deck, it's kind of nice, but if it's pouring rain, I got a, I got another, uh, kind of a comfortable chair that is a good quiet spot for me. Pick a spot. Sometimes the kitchen table uh, can be really good before everyone else is awake. Get yourself your favorite beverage, you know, um, uh, depending on what time of day it is. I like to get a big old Yeti full of coffee and sit down for my solitude time. I think it's also number three, after you pick a time and pick a, pick a spot, is just be free from distractions. Let the other people in your house know, okay, hey, look, I'm going to go do my solitude time. Just if you could give me till, you know, nine o'clock, don't bother me. All right, great. That can be really great. Free from distractions. I'm, I'm also a fan. You don't need your phone with you during solitude time. Leave it on the charger. Leave it in the other room. It'll be okay. You know, because if, if you take that with you, all of what I've already talked about today is going to come after you. You're, you're going to want to look at it every time that it buzzes and you know how it is. All right. So free yourself from distractions. All right. Obviously, if the fire alarm goes off while you're doing solitude, you can you can go to the safe place that you've designated okay but hey free yourself from distractions it'll it'll uh, mess your solitude time up 
Next thing that I would suggest, number four, is to use what I call an impact journal. All right, and this is a journal that isn't necessarily a diary, but it's a it's a way that you can track some of your some of your results. All right, and there's going to be a future uh, podcast on using an impact journal, and it'll be very much integrated into this uh, solitude discipline that I'm talking about. But they're they're very much integrated. Um, and in fact, a lot of if you if you've been listening to these first episodes of the Impact Foundry podcast, uh, many of these different steps all overlap with each other. Okay, and that's important. So you use an impact journal so that you can kind of save your place, save your thinking. Okay, and you go back to where you left off, and it can be it can be really great. And you write those. You write things down that will help you get right back in the thing, right back into the thick of it and keep you on track. The next thing you want to do is you want to, in that impact journal, is pick a prompt. Pick a prompt. What do you, what's the question? What's the big question? Or maybe a couple of questions in, in, in some uh, solitude times, you might want to uh, have multiple questions. But you want to take a big question on. I like writing it at the top of the page and maybe even leaving a couple blank sheets so that as you return to it in uh, a variety of solitude sessions, you can kind of revisit it. But some prompts might be, how am I doing? Okay, where am I headed? Like, how do I, how do I show up in that situation? You know, what do I need to work on? You know, uh, I mean, in my life. What do I need to start doing, stop doing? What do I need to do differently? In what ways can I intentionally move toward where I want to go? You know, what actions do I need to take? You know, what relationships in my life do I want to work on? You know, what actions might I take to work on those relationships? You know, I like to take on in my journal, how will I apply what I've been reading. I, I don't actually read during my solitude time. I might have some solitude time, follow some reading that I do, but I keep them separate for a couple reasons, and I'll tell you kind of why, why that is. But you know, I like to use my solitude time to reflect on what I've read. You know, actually, if you want to check out episode two of the Impact Foundry podcast, we talk about seeking wise counsel, uh, particularly by reading books and doing a deep dive, you know, and I like books that are actionable, um, particularly, Uh, but I use my solitude time to take the notes that I've taken. Maybe I might go, go to the book where I've underlined things, or I've written them in my impact journal, and now I'm thinking about those. The really powerful ideas I get from my reading that I'm like, okay, I need to put these in my solitude time. I need to, I need to uh, reflect and, and do some deep thinking on this because here's this powerful prompt that I've, that I've got. That can be really great. And again, you know, I, I keep uh, integrating solitude time with journaling and, and also the reading that I do, integrating them. Um, I think that when you've done that and you get that into your journal and you've and you've picked those prompts and you've been able to kind of think through and do some 
really important deep thinking and writing, it gives you a chance to reflect. You know, you think and you write and you reflect. Again, action items come come to the surface. Ones that we can write down, declare right there in our journal during our solitude time that we do. And then, of course, as I said before, you know, the, the, the next step that we want to do is, is revisit. Okay, that's return to your thoughts, re- return to your vision. Okay, maybe that you wrote down your action items that you, that you wrote down and see how you did. Hold yourself accountable. So it's, you know, pick a time, pick a spot, free yourself from distractions, use an impact journal, pick a prompt, think, write, and reflect. Again, action items, and then revisit. Return to your thoughts and see how you did. You know, so as we kind of wrap up and put a bow on our podcast today, think about these action items, you know, in relation to what we've just talked about, put it on your schedule today, open up your calendar right now and say, okay, in the next week, when have I got some time where I could schedule some solitude time? You know, if you can do it once a week, I like a good half hour, a good half hour of good uninterrupted solitude, schedule it today. Put it on your calendar. And if you're like, I don't have time for this. You know what? It needs to be the first thing on your schedule. Our lives are too important. Just trust me. Try it. Okay? Okay, so get it on your schedule and then do it. You know? And and, and I know a lot of people won't. But the ones, the, the, the people that are listening that try this are going to love this. All right? And then repeat. Because remember... It's it, it, it. You want it to be a series, and repeat again. We don't just get together with friends once, okay? We want to get together with them again and again, and then repeat it again and repeat it again. And now you'll have a habit, a discipline of solitude, that's going to be really great. And you can and you can come up with your own ways to make it better. You don't have to do it exactly like. I said, although I like to keep it simple. I do, I do like it, you know, to make sure that we pick the time and do it consistently and, you know, use a journal. But you can come up with, you might find some ways you could optimize it just for you. And if you do, come, let me know. You know, I, I would love to know. I would love to know some other ideas that you've got where you could take what we've talked about and make it even better. So that is uh, really exciting. You'll want to join us next time for episode seven, entitled The Journaling Habit. Paired with the discipline of solitude, the journaling habit can have a transformational impact on our lives. It can help us before, during, and after whatever we're doing. In the next episode, we're going to discuss why journaling can be such a beneficial practice to us. Next, we're going to talk about how to get started and build momentum from the get-go. And then we're also going to give you some tools on how you can use this journaling habit to keep on track, to keep energized, and have the impact you want to have for the rest of your life. You're not going to want to miss it.
You'll also want to make sure that you like the Impact Foundry pages on Facebook and LinkedIn and Instagram, which or which you know whichever platform you're on, because in the future you're going to find some more tools there that are going to support your habit of solitude. We've got some things planned uh, coming up here where we're going to give uh, people some prompts to think about. And so it'll be great to have that be a habit, and then and then you'll be able to put that you know into your solitude time. And I think you're going to get a lot out of that. All right. Well, that is all the time we have for the Impact Foundry podcast today. So until next time, schedule some solitude. Go set a time. Go find a spot, and get started. Let us know how it goes.